Welcome back to the TMR Podcast. This week, we review a very highly anticipated movie that's gone, that's run havoc throughout all the film festivals. And, you know, it's one of my most anticipated movies of this year as well. Dune. Basically, Dune is directed by Denis Villeneuve and he's basic, and he's one of the most talented directors working today. I love a lot of his work. Um, I think that he's easily my favorite working right now. He's done Blade Runner 2049 that has a special place in my heart. One of the best films of not just the 2010s, but my my life. Uh, the visuals, the direction, the acting, everything about that film got me. And um, aside from that, he's done some fantastic work as well with other movies such as Enemy and Prisoners. Also very good dramas. It shows that Denis Villeneuve can do, you know, sci-fi the way he does Arrival, Blade Runner, or even Dune. And he can also do more uh, human-level dramas that hit home really hard, like Prisoners and a bit psychological, like Enemy. Therefore, this one was one of the most anticipated films for any cinephile or for any person who ever loved the Dune books back in the day. It inspired quite a lot of franchises that you see nowadays, including Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and so much more. So what did I think of it? Okay, this film, I'm going to repeat this again, was one of my most anticipated of this year. So expectations were sky high coming into this. And I was actually ridiculously excited to just buy the opening credits alone. And for the most part, I wasn't let down. And overall, I'd say it's a pretty decent first part. Because I can't talk about it without watching the second part, which is not out yet, and it's not filmed yet either. But um, I feel like I can't talk about it the way I would talk about other cinematic masterpieces that I, that I enjoy. Um, the way I could talk about, you know, Prisoners or... Blade Runner 2049, which were complete movies. This one isn't. It's basically the first part of a two-part story. So I'm going to have to rate it based on the technical aspects and also just plot-wise as well. And my rating is most likely going to change whenever the second part comes out. I don't know when that's going to come out because they have another three hours to film and they have to go all over the world, all over again. I'm guessing we're going to get at least three or four years before we get Dune Part 2, which is a bit of a bummer because this film really does feel incomplete, but it's still good in a way. I don't know how to say it. I'm as confused as you are, but, you know, without further ado, you know, without me rambling anymore, let's get into the positive. First off, with a film directed by Denis Villeneuve, you're always going to get fantastic direction and it's no different in this one. The direction here is absolutely fantastic. The pacing here, although it's two hours, 45 minutes long, you never ever feel like it's that long. It actually cruises by. When you go into Dune, you're not going to expect Star Wars-esque action, fun, comedy, humor. You're not going to expect a Marvel blockbuster either. It's a epic. The way Lawrence of Arabia was the way um, quite a lot of, you know, 50, 60 years ago, epics were similar to this. Slow burns with some occasional action set pieces. The world building is very rich. And yeah, 
Overall, the direction from Denis here is fantastic again. All of the shots look fantastic. The cinematography, while not his best-looking film, I'd say Blade Runner and Prisoners, as well as Enemy, still edge it a bit. This one, a lot of the cinematography is still magnificent. Also helped due to the locations as well that they choose to film in. Um, the world building is so rich and that is most largely down to the cinematography. The sheer scale of every planet, of every, you know, ship that they, that they are in, that they are, you know, part of. I think, I think it's a testament to how much Denny cares about this film and I can't, I can't, you know, rate it enough. Also, another thing that I really enjoyed are the performances. Everyone does a good job. You know, people might say that Zendaya is in it for the sole purpose of, you know, it's almost as if she's shooting a Chanel commercial, which is probably true because she, you know, sort of walks here and there in slow motion, looks at the camera, smiles here. I see, I see where people are, are um, you know, making that, making that um, assumption and for the most part, it's basically what she does. And she's going to have a much bigger part in the sequel if it does happen. Uh, but the real standouts here were definitely Timothy Chalamet as Paul. I think um, he's one of the most talented young actors of our generation. And this movie, again, proves that. Josh Brolin as um, the colonel, I forgot his name, was also really good. Oscar Isaac as the king, Duke. Uh, also really good. Um, Stellan Skarsgård as the Baron, you know, very menacing, very evil. Um, and just overall the performance, oh, Rebecca Ferguson as well as, uh, you know, the late lady, Lady Jessica, I believe, was also impressive. Basically, everyone did a good job, regardless of how little or how much screen time they were given. Another thing that I really enjoyed was the music, the sound design. Um, Hans Zimmer is basically a god of soundtracks at this point. Man, the man has scored a legendary score af one after another, and um, this one is no different. This one, a lot of people has been saying it's got to be more subtle. It's got to be more, you know, um, toned down. I, I, I don't agree on that. I think um, that he had every right to go full on epic here, and whether that meant, you know. Um, the drums or the Scottish pipes or uh, anything that stood out culturally um, was, was, was done perfectly. And I think that the score and the sound design was perfect. If you do watch it in a cinema, then you're going to be one of the lucky ones because you get to appreciate the cinematography. You get to appreciate the sound. You get to appreciate the score in all of its glory getting into the negatives this is a really hard one because i can't judge it knowing that it's a part one of two but if i really had to pick on something i would probably pick on the fact that it's not intimate enough because a lot of denis Villeneuve's films regardless of how big the world building is regardless of how larger than life the future sci-fi dystopia is you get a personal relationship with the character the way you got with uh blade runner 2049 or um arrival with this one 
We do spend a lot of time with Timothy Chalamet, but most of it is just basically him dreaming about Zendaya. Um, aside from that, we don't really get a lot of intimate moments that we truly get to know these characters and sympathize for these characters. There are a lot of big names in this and you're, you know the amount of big names that they are willing to push in and kill off will shock you. Um, I think everyone did a good job here. I guess that would be my only complaint. It doesn't feel personal enough. The world building is great. The pacing is great. Everything is just almost there, aside from the, 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 the quieter character moments, the, the moments that you can really relate to each character. Um, aside from the fact that you do feel that you have to root for this guy because he's handsome, or you have to root for these, this guy because he's the main character. Um, I would say that's my only nitpick. And also, obviously, that it's part one of two. It does end a bit too suddenly. Um, it never really does. Well, of course, it's not supposed to conclude anything, uh, but um, it does end absolutely out of nowhere. And sometimes that will get you because you just feel like it's starting to get interesting or it's starting to get it's starting to get down to the truly nitty gritty parts of the story and the, or the part where you know Paul really learns his destiny it ends abruptly without much urgency you know what I mean um, for example the way Infinity War ended it's a cliffhanger but it feels like it can be a standalone movie um, after Thanos snaps his, uh, his, his infinity gauntlet, it looks like he won. And okay, a lot of people being Marvel fans, we know that that's not, that's not it. There's going to be more and it's going to be part two. It's going to be Endgame or whatever. Uh, but at the end of the day, it does feel like a complete arc for him to go from point A, which is getting all the stones and accomplishing his mission to point B, which is finally accomplishing his mission and, you know, winning. But with this film, it's just sort of, it just sort of leaves you hanging. Uh, Paul is just about to get into training. Paul is just about to get into learning something. And the Baron himself, I wouldn't say he lost or he won, which is a bit of a bummer for me, because if you do want to end it with a part two in mind, you are supposed to make the audience care that uh, about the story, have more urgency about the story. So yeah, if I had to do anything differently, then it would probably be the way um, I would end Dune. I would end it more on a cliffhanger than it was. Because now that I see the end of Dune, I'd be like, okay, when's part two coming out? 2025? Cool. But um, it's not going to be like, oh man, like, I, I can't wait until the next Dune installment. When is that? Which is, you know, what I was expecting to feel. Guys, at the end of the day, Dune is going to polarize some people. A lot of people are going into this film, especially with the way it's marketed or the way the, the poster looks or the trailer looks. People are going into the film expecting a Star Wars, expecting a Star Trek. Don't expect that. It's a slow burn. It's a drop. It's a political drama at its finest because, you know, basically it's... It's basically this rich, futuristic world with action set pieces here and there. 
if you go in without any expectations, without any uh, prior background knowledge, I think you're going to be presently surprised with this film. So at the end of the day, I am going to rate this film a 8 out of 10. Guys, thank you so much. And please, if you like the video, don't forget to click subscribe and like the video, of course, share the video with your friends. And I'll see you on the next review.